This is Sports Talk with Mark Stephen and Jock Wilson on News Talk 770 Radio, Calgary's breaking news and conversation station. And welcome back to Sports Talk with Jock on a Wednesday night. Sports Talk with Jock brought to you by Cochran at Toyota. Free winter tires with the purchase of a Corolla or RAV4 with the roll-back-to-school event only at Cochran at Toyota. We're really looking forward to uh, chatting with our next guest here today. And, uh, you know, we're going, you know, it's still a sports topic, but it's it's got a, a different flavor to it because our next guest is an Alberta film producer. And the Calgary Film Festival, as you probably know, is hitting our city this weekend. And Ice Guardians is going to be playing this Saturday and Monday. Now, Ice Guardians is not your typical film. It's it's about the heavyweights. It's about the goons in the National Hockey League. Before I bring in Adam Scorgi tonight, uh, let's let's listen to the trailer. Here's the trailer from Ice Guardians. I didn't start playing hockey to go on the ice and fight. It's the last thing I would have thought of. They sent somebody out after me during a scrimmage. I had no idea what I was doing. I just sort of grabbed and I started throwing punches and I was just watching my, my fists. It's like in slow motion and doing pretty well here. As soon as I did that, that changed everything. I signed a pro contract when I was 19. I thought it was all up from there and then I realized that that was only the start of the battle. They said, you know what, you're going to play in the NHL. It might take you 10 years. But you're going to have to fight every step of the way. And I said, you know what, I'll do it. It elevated to the point where it was just like, oh, my God. Like, I was in the Rocky movie. This is a super heavyweight bout. And uh, there were some super heavyweight uh, fighters that were in this documentary, I guess, or, or film. Uh, the likes of Brian McGratton from your Calgary Flames, Dave Semenko from the Edmonton Oilers. You can go down the list. Uh, Chris Chelios, George Peros, Bobby Hull, Sasha Lakovic. Uh, it, it truly is interesting. Here, here's another interesting quote from Bob McKenzie. Bob McKenzie is TSN's hockey insider. His quote on Ice Guardians, it's an extraordinary look at fighting in the NHL, viewed almost entirely through the prism of men who have done it all are still doing it, for that reason, amongst others, it's a valuable film that helps chronicle the culture of the game. Adam Scorgi is an Alberta film producer, and of course, Ice Guardians is his film. Adam, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Excellent. Well, well, tell me a little bit about your passion. Tell me a little bit about uh, the reason why you wanted to tell this story. Well, I, uh, I went to high school with Scott Parker and Todd Fedorik. Um, and after living overseas for many years and totally falling out of hockey, I played when I was younger uh, and then moved overseas and didn't watch it, didn't play it, didn't care about it anymore. It was actually Scott Parker and Todd Fedorik when they played for the Kelowna Rockets that brought me back into hockey. And I found this whole role and dynamic of the enforcer fascinating. And then, of course, I came to love everything about hockey, but it was them that really brought me back in and really seeing who they were as people, um, you know, versus the persona that they were given on the ice. Mm -hmm. And then director Brett Harvey and I had really just looked at other films or other, I wouldn't say films, but other documentaries or segments done on The Enforcer, and everything we found had a personal agenda they were trying to push, whether fighting belonged or didn't belong, instead of just 
asking these guys like, hey, how did you, you know, take on this role? Why did you choose this path to make your NHL dreams come true? Mm-hmm. You're not glorifying fighting in this in this film. No, absolutely not. We're just looking at, you know, what was it that made these guys take on this role? This role that is, you know, they're often encouraged by their peers, but then ridiculed by the media and then told often that they're big dummies that don't belong in the game. Mm -hmm. So we really just wanted to hear their stories, right? And ask them, why would you take on this role? And what did it mean to, and that's why if you, some of the people you listed off, we also interviewed superstars of the game to ask like, what was it like to play with someone like this? Well, how were they as teammates? How were they as human beings? Mm -hmm. And that's really, I think what's resonated with audiences is that they're like, wow, I never knew that this person was like that. And I never knew how much the rest of his team appreciated him in that role. And I never looked at it that way. Well, you bring up a great point because, you know, you, you mentioned Dave Semenko. And, and what do you think? You know, he, he's basically the Bobby guard for, for Wayne Gretzky. And, and I know you talked to Jerome McGinley from the Calgary Flames. And, yeah. you know, these guys, it just creates a little more ice for the skilled players in the National Hockey League. No, and, you, and I mean, we interviewed Brett Hall, who says in the film, and then he was asked outside of the film, He says, I would not have been able to score the 741 goals if it wasn't for guys like Kelly Chase and Tony Twist. I can tell you that right now. And, you know, even asked outside of the film, people say, you say a very bold statement. Is that true? And he's like, 100%. He's like, those guys gave us room to play. They gave us confidence in an era where toughness was really important to teams. And you needed that element on your team. And they really did help these superstars feel better when they were out there playing. Adam Scorgi, a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. His film is called Ice Guardians. It's going to be showing this weekend at the Calgary Film Festival on Saturday. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later on in the interview. But, but Adam, what did you learn from these guys? Because these are not dummies. These are not just you know guys that that want to drop things. Because because I've got to think deep down they they don't like fighting, but they know the role that they've got to do. Well, that's a, the, the big thing that we really learned because we interviewed, I think, close to 35 players by the end is that there's no one brush you can paint these guys with, right? Like, clearly they're not dummies. I mean, Kevin Westgarth, who's one of the guys we follow most in the film, he's a Princeton grad with his degree in psychology. Same with George Peros, right? He's a Princeton grad as well with his degree in finance. So they're not dumb, but most of them, you know, they wanted to be Wayne Gretzky or Bobby Orr or Ray Bork. But there became that de- definitive time in their career where they're like, listen, my skill set is only going to, as you hear in the trailer, Luke Gazik, they take me so far, mm-hmm. right? They just, on the world scale, they're, they're great players, but when you're playing with the 600 elite of the world, you're not going to be a top three liner. And this other opportunity presents itself. And these guys are like, hey, you know what? If that's my ticket to the NHL, I'm willing to put myself in harm's way in order to do that. And, you know, that part, I think, is really compelling, even if you're not a hockey fan, because it's amazing how these guys are able to change their game to be an effective team member. We've all seen with not just hockey, but many sports, they're highly, highly drafted, you know, young players. But when you bring them onto the world scale and they have to fit into a team, they just don't, and they won't adjust their game. They've been a sniper. They played a certain way. But for these guys to totally mold their game and, like, learn how to fight and put themselves in harm way to get two minutes of ice time to play the game they love, that's compelling television. It is compelling television. And it's interesting, though, too, because we have seen, unfortunately, a number of NHL enforcers pass away in recent years obviously the blows to their head did, did you know there's there's got to be a concern from that standpoint did, did you address this issue at all oh of course we couldn't do a feature documentary without doing that and 
And I think Director Brett Harvey covered it very well because we do look at the deaths, but we look at the whole scope of things. And one of the interesting things we found out, which is great with docs and discovery, is that currently 95% of concussions don't come from fighting. So we look at these situations and we like to put everything on the sport, right? Like an athlete's doing so everything it must be because of hockey, right? But people have personal problems, whether that's drug addiction, which Brian McGratton talks about very openly in the film. And he's now been seven years sober. And he said, you know, I was drinking and drugging because I was a drug drug addict and alcoholic, not because I was fighting. I've been fighting for seven years since then, completely sober. So I think the director did a great job of looking at this situation, obviously looking at the concerns of blows to the head and everything else, but looking at it with the whole spectrum and taking in what's the real, what seems to be from the concussion specialist and everything we talked to, the elephant in the room is the speed of the game and the body checks have now turned into collisions because that's where 95% of severe concussions are currently coming from. Did you get any um, roadblocks from the National Hockey League? The, you know, the, the, the fighting is is not something they want to glorify right now. It's, it's sort of they want to sweep it under the carpet a little bit. They know how important it is because fans do love it, but it's not something they want to talk about. And and I've seen the trailer. You, 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 lose a, you use a lot of NHL footage in this. Yeah, so we obviously, that's what took, this project's taken eight years and that's the bulk of it was six years is learning how to navigate footage rights and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So the NHL has never been on side. They're not our buddies, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> they, they kind of what we've heard from the whispers around, we know they're interested in it. We know several of the players in the film now work for the NHL, Kevin Westgar, George Peros, that, you know, the consensus is, is that we told the story right. We, the players have said that Athena said, thank you for telling our story accurately and honestly, and that although we confident the NHL will never come out and say we support this project, behind closed doors, they'll be like, you did a good project and you told the story right. Nice. Uh, Adam Scorgi is a special guest here on Sports Talk with Jock. We're talking about his film, uh, Ice Guardians, that's going to be playing at the Calgary Film Festival this Saturday and also Monday as well. Um, did, did you have any players that said, no, I, I don't want to go on film and talk about it? Yeah, well, to start, a majority of them didn't want to because they just, you know, oftentimes with uh, media that doesn't really take the time to understand them, had really portrayed them inaccurately, right, or try to push a certain agenda, whether it was anti-fighting or to glorify it. And a lot of these guys were not excited to jump on camera and be like, oh, here's another person that says that I'm a dummy that doesn't belong. But then when they started seeing that we were asking the right questions, which a majority of them were just saying, hey, what would you like people to learn from your story as an enforcer and the inst- or the story of enforcers in general? And they were like, wow, like you actually want to know about me and why I took on this role and what I did to make my NHL dreams come true. And then we found the hockey community is a very tight community. Then the floodgates started to open. And then we brought on Kelly Chase, came on as an executive producer, and then that's when everybody came on board. Brett Hall, Chris Chalios, Rick Tockett, uh, Bobby Hall, like just all the big names are like, oh, if Kelly says that they're doing it right, then we're on board. <laughs> uh, I think that's fantastic. Now, as I mentioned, it's going to be showing at the Calgary Film Festival, but I, I think you were already in Toronto. Were, were, were you not? Were you in the Toronto Film, yeah. Film Festival as well? Yeah. Yeah, we were just at TIFF uh, last week and tremendous, uh, I mean, really a dream come true. I, you know, my team and I set on this battle a couple, you know, like I said, almost eight years ago is when we first had the idea. And then to have a sellout crowd during TIFF at the Royal Theater with hockey royalty in the audience. I mean, we had Wendell Clark, Kelly Chase, Luke Gazdick, Brian McGrath, Eric Goddard, Kevin Westgarth, 
you know, other current guys, Matt Martin, Brandon Prust. Wow. It was amazing to have all of them there and then come up to me and the director, Brett Harvey, and the team and say, thank you for finally telling the story right. One of the, the only, I guess it's a good problem to have, but some of the players that weren't in it, they were like, hey, I love the film, but I'm really disappointed you didn't reach out to me and ask me for an interview. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that, that's always good. You had your own red carpet at TIFF. I, I like that. Are you, are you going to have a red carpet here in Calgary as well as uh, you're going to be screening in uh, the Calgary Film Festival? Absolutely, and I'm really excited because I've, you know, I've, this is like my, my fifth documentary, and I've never been able to crack uh, the Calgary Film Festival. So, really, you know, great festival. No, and, and and it's a fantastic festival here in our own province. So I'm really excited. And I'm the only down part is is Brian McGratton was going to come and do a Q and A, but he just got his visa and everything to go to the UK. Oh no, so he's leaving. Yeah, so he's leaving on Friday. But yeah, I'm going to be there, and we're going to have you know the big media wall and come and take photos, and there'll be a Q and A. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. I know I know ticket sales have been going good, and I'm. I think we're getting close to selling out, so I'm really excited to come to Calgary on Saturday. Hey, did you learn anything about the code? I'm still trying to, you know, I've been in this business for a long time. I've hosted <laughs> Calgary Flames broadcasts. Uh, you know, I keep hearing about this code. I, I don't know anything about the code. The code, it, it's kind of like the trailer says where uh, Todd Sidorik says, everybody knows of the code, but nobody knows what it is. It's It's really like what we found is the code kind of varies depending on what generation. There's no right or wrong way. Generally, you know, the code is, I heard Garth Butcher put this at Kelly Chase's fantasy camp perfectly, is that ultimately the code of hockey is that you do something because you should, not because you have to or because you're forced to, but because you should. And he put this example. He said, if we go to the bar tonight and some big guy slaps your wife's ass, he's like, you don't want to fight him, but you should, right? He's like, (laughs) and it should be the same with your team. There will be things that happen on the ice, whether it's the role of the enforcer or somebody else cheap shot taken, thing done, where you don't always want to stick up for your teammate, you don't always want to lay that big body check, but you should because it's what's best for your team. And ultimately, that's what the code breaks down to is a great respect amongst teammates and that you do what you should for your team. Is there money in this for you, Adam? You know, I, I know you're looking for some uh, some U.S. Uh, you know screen distributors. Uh, you know, for for the project, uh, um, how does it work out that way for you? So, like, we are financed through Super Channel and the Canadian tax credit system. So, you know, my team and I were able to get properly paid as a production does to go make this thing. And, of course, right now we're negotiating some serious interest from Showtime and Netflix and HBO. And, you know, there will be deals to be made there. But if... If you're a straight finance guy, I'm not going to lie. If you're to look at the eight years that we put into this and what it costs, anyone that's just a strict finance guy be like, this is the stupidest business ever. Why do you do this? Well, the simple answer for us is like, we love what we do. And to be able to tell stories, to honor this place in hockey history and have the players come up in tears after the film and saying, thank you for giving me something that I can show my children. We've already won the Oscar there. So it's not about the money for us. Of course, we need money like anyone to survive and pay our bills and support our families. But, you know, at the end of the day, with how much time is put in, I don't think there will ever be a monetary amount that would equate to that. It's really what we get from the players and doing justice by this part of hockey history with the film is really the payment for us. And obviously a passion for you too, Adam, with uh, Score G Productions, uh, which is your is your company. And I, I understand the Raindance Film Festival in England, this this yeah. sold out, really? Yeah, sold out. In England. It's, it's, it's really surprising how, well, 
as I'm sure you're seeing a lot of these enforcers now because they're not getting jobs in the NHL or the AHL, the ECHL or the UK League is snatching them up, right? right? Because the fans there love the violent games, right? <laughs> they love the fighting. They love the hits. Like when we went over there to film Westgarth, they were like, yeah, they, they were pointing at other players like, this guy could score eight goals a game. And like, yeah, yeah, he's all right. But this guy that scores once every two games but fights every five games is the hometown hero, right? They love it over there. So there's a huge following in the UK. It actually uh, is not just for us, but for the movie Goon, uh, like right next to their U.S. sales was the U.K. sales, and that's what actually got Goon Part 2 financed, wow. that they had an unprecedented, a really shocking amount of support in the U.K. So, yeah, we, we got into the Raindance Film Festival, a very prestigious international festival, and our first screening sold out, and I heard our second one's very close to being sold out as well. Outstanding. Adam Scorgi is a, a Alberta film producer. The, the project is called Ice Guardians. It's going to be showing at the Calgary Film Festival, so Saturday night and then Monday, September the 26th as well, Adam? Correct, yeah. Saturday night at 9.30 at the Eau Claire Theater, the Cineplex there, okay. and then again at the same theater on the Monday night, I believe at 4.30 is the time. And there's more but information I, if you want to go to the website, which is calgaryfilm.com. And, and I do believe if, you're, if you can't get out to the film festival, it's going to be aired on Super Channel? Yes, uh, Super Channel October 8th across Canada. You'll be able to see it. I mean, really, the film just wouldn't exist without them. They're the ones that really believed in us and in the story. So, yeah, October 8th, you'll be able to see it all across the country. And even if you don't tune in that night, it'll be on the Super Channel On Demand function, so you can queue it up anytime that you want to watch it. So just from your own perspective, before I close off this interview, uh, what what is your one highlight from the film? What stands out for you the most? Uh, The friendships I've made with the guys. I just never would have thought going into this that, you know, four or five of them would become dear friends. Like Eric Goddard, I've been to his wedding. He's been to mine. Kelly Chase, you know, Brian McGratton, Riley Cote. A lot of these guys have become really good friends. And it's one of those unexpected blessings when you go into a film that, um, you know, happens from the journey of making it. and You're not focused on the destination. But also just, you know, I look at the game very differently because I now understand why these guys did what they did, which is ultimately the goal of Ice Guardians. Not here to promote violence, not here to condemn the fighters either. It's really just to honor these guys' place in hockey history. Because whether you agree with fighting in hockey or not, it is a huge part of the sport's history, and these guys did it. And their story needs to be told, just like anybody else's. Adam, great story. Thanks for sharing it with us tonight. Good luck with the uh, Calgary Film Festival. My pleasure. Thanks for having me on. You betcha. Adam Scorgi, he is an Alberta film producer. And again, the project is called Ice Guardians. we got to take a break. Uh, this is Sports Talk with Jock, the home of the Calgary Stampeders, News Talk 770. Sports Talk with Mark and Jock, weekdays at 6 p.m. on News Talk 770 Calgary.